Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
Welcome to another episode of the Music from the Goddesses Vault podcast. I am your host, Midnight Star. You just heard Power of the Witch by Incubus Succubus. Today's show is all about eclectic paganism. Just to note here, now that things are getting back to a new normal all around the world, I am not going to announce any more events from now on. But if you still want me to, the event should be at least a month ahead of schedule. You have to remember that this is a bi-weekly podcast, so I can't do anything at the last minute. However, for those last-minute events, I could still post them on the Music from the Goddesses Vault social media pages. Now, if you haven't yet, please check out goddessvault1.wigsite.com forward slash home. Go ahead and let me know what you think of it and this show. If you can, please share this podcast via Twitter, Facebook, goddessvault1.wigsite.com forward slash home, or wherever you can to everyone you know. Now for the topic, eclectic paganism. I, along with most of you, consider ourselves eclectic pagans. There are a lot of benefits to it that I will be explaining in this show. I guess you could say that being eclectic is not quite being Celtic, Greek, or Norse pagan, for example, but all of the above. I'll talk about it, but first, here's a track from Three Weird Sisters called Witch of the Wood.
You can already guess what an eclectic pagan is. I will give you some definitions on the web anyway. Eclectic paganism, also occasionally termed universalist or non-denominational paganism, is a form of paganism where practitioners will blend paganism with aspects of other religions. How it is different from Reconstructionist paganism is that in Reconstructionism, they're trying to recreate pre-Christian traditions and adapt them to the modern world. And the other difference is that they only worship one pantheon. Us eclectics have a variety of gods in not one, but many pantheons that we choose. Some of us will take methods from, say for example, Buddhism or Christianity and adapt them to our own pagan practice. Otherwise, mix and match to see what fits us as individuals. I know that there are tons of pagans arguing over which form of the path is the best. But to us eclectics, it would be that all paths are the best. There isn't a one-size-fits-all in paganism whatsoever. It's all up to you how you want to proceed in worshipping a deity. I'll talk more about eclectic paganism later. For now, here's Unto Ashes with Witch's Ruin. Thank you. 
spirit guide of the week. This goddess has many places that used to worship her. However, her origins are in what is now modern-day Turkey. At the time, she was the Perithian mother of gods. I am talking about the goddess Kybele. She's also known by other names like Kybele, Cuba, or Kubaba. She used to be a witch, but now she is the world's oldest surviving goddess. Kabeli is the goddess of healing, fertility, witchcraft, women, and children. Ancient Anatonians know her as the Mountain Mother. In Rome, she was known as the Magna Mater, and the Hittites called her Kababa. Her name is translated to mean cave, cave dweller, or place of caves. Her myth was that Kabeli was unwanted as a child. She was exposed to the wilderness and was raised by lions and leopards. Because of her wild nature, Kibele first became a witch before becoming an immortal goddess, and she is closely identified with Hecate and Dionysus. I can't find anything that you can offer Kibele or her other names on your altar, otherwise you would have to figure this one out. That is it for now, stay tuned for another Spirit Guide of the Week. Mother, I feel you under my feet. Mother, I hear Mother, I feel you under my feet. Mother, I hear your heartbeat. Mother. 
That was Mother, I Feel You by Circle of Women. You know what? It is hard to talk about being an eclectic pagan. If you speak to five of them, you will get five different responses. But it is what you call a tradition. And like with most, there are different ways of practicing it. Eclectic witches can be either a coven or a solitaire. Here are some other ways that eclectic is a path. I already mentioned it is a tradition where you can mix and match others. This is in terms of beliefs and practices where you can blend many different pantheons. As an eclectic witch, you can even modify a tradition. That is what happened after Gerald Gardner created Wicca. So there were many offshoots of it like Dianic or Alexandrian, and so on. I wouldn't say that this is the only path that is uniquely an individual practice. There are probably others too, but it is individual in terms of how a practitioner practices it. Otherwise, it's up to you how you want to be an eclectic pagan. And this is also true when you are in a coven. Being eclectic is also a great way for someone new to paganism to figure out their own path. It might take months or even years. There is a debate going on in the pagan community about us eclectics. I haven't experienced this myself. There are some people in other paths that don't think of any eclectics as Wiccan. This isn't true. If someone wants to become pagan, it doesn't matter what they want to worship or whom. When I was doing my research into this, I found out that there is a Church of Universal Eclectic Wicca. It was formed in 1969 in Westchester, New York. 
It is now based in Great Falls, Virginia, so it is clearly an American tradition. Here's Pagan Girl by Burning Sage. As the pagan girl walks, she's picking up feathers to adorn in her Shift to once and the muse is crazy. 
Here's a dream symbol to interpret. There are three in this week's dream symbol. They are head, helicopter, and hill. Heads in dreams usually mean intellect, rationality, understanding, and wisdom. If you had a dream where you had two heads, it's telling you to ask for help and assistance. To dream that your head is being ripped off by someone indicates that you are not seeing a problem. Helicopters in dreams means achievement and ambition. If you had a dream where you are in a helicopter, that represents living beyond your means. To dream that you are being chased by a helicopter means that you are feeling trapped by your goals. Hills in dreams represents the obstacles that you will soon confront. If you had a dream that you are climbing a hill, it's telling you that you are having some problems achieving your goals. To dream that you are standing on a hilltop means that you have succeeded in reaching your goals. And to dream that you are going down a hill indicates that stuff is not going the way that you planned it to do. That is it for this week's dream symbol. If you want a dream for me to interpret and maybe have a dream symbol featured, the contact information will be mentioned at the end of the show. So keep dreaming.
sword and sharp. Fire in the head, I'm a drop in the ocean, a shield and battle and a string and a harp. Fire in the head, I'm an eagle soaring. Fire in the head, I'm a spoken word. Fire in the head, I'm a torrent pouring a grain of wheat and a coffin stirred. Fire in the head, I'm a flame in motion. Fire in the head, I'm a sword that's sharp. Fire in the head, I'm a drop in the ocean, a shield and battle and a string and a harp. Fire in the head, I'm an eagle soaring. Fire in the head, I'm a spoken word. Fire in the head, I'm a torrent pouring a grain of wheat and a coffin stirred. Fire in the head. Fire in the head! Here's another myth. Here's another one from folk text. This one is called The Witch That Was Hurt, and it comes from England. An old witch, in days of yore, lived in this neighborhood, and whenever she wanted money, she would assume the shape of a hare and would send out her grandson to tell a certain huntsman who had lived hard by that he had seen a hare sitting at such a particular spot for which he always received the reward of sixpence. After this deception had many times been practiced, the dogs turned out, the hare pursued, and often seen but never caught. A sportsman in the party began to suspect, in the language of the tradition, that the devil was in the dance, and there would be no end to it. The matter was discussed, a judge consulted, and a clergyman to boot. And it was thought that, however clever the devil might be, law and church combined would be more than a match for him. It was therefore agreed that, as a boy was singularly regular in the hour at which he came to announce the sight of the hare, all should be in readiness for a start the instant such information was given. And a neighbor of the witch, nothing friendly to her, promised to let the parties know directly the old woman and her grandson left the cottage and went off together the one to be hunted, and the other to set on the hunt. The news came, the hounds were unkenneled, and huntsmen and sportsmen set off with surprising speed. The witch, now a hare, and her little colleague in iniquity, did not expect so very speedy a turnout. So the game was pursued at a desperate rate, and the boy, forgetting himself in the moment of alarm, was heard to exclaim, Run, Granny, run! Run for your life! At last the pursuers lost the hare, and she once more got safe into the cottage by a little hole in the door, not large enough to admit a hound in the chase. The huntsmen and all the squires with their train lent a hand to break open the door, yet could not do it till the parson and the justice came up. But as lawn church were certainly designed to break through iniquity, even so they now succeeded in bursting the magic bonds that opposed them. Upstairs they all went. They found the old hag bleeding and covered with wounds, and still out of breath. She denied she was a hare, and railed at the whole party. Call up the hounds, said the huntsman, and let us see what they take her to be. Maybe we may yet have another hunt. On hearing this, the old woman cried a quarter. The boy dropped on his knees and begged hard for mercy. Mercy was granted on condition its being received together with a good whipping. And the huntsman, having long practice amongst the hounds, now tried his hand on their game. Thus the old woman escaped at worst fate for the time present. But on being afterward put on her trial for bewitching a young woman and making her spit pins. The tale just told was given as evidence against her before a particularly learned judge and a remarkably sagacious jury. And the old woman finished her days like a martyr at the stake.
That was Rowena of the Glen with The Witching Hour. Before that, you heard Fire in the Head by Emerald Rose. Before I go, I just read a Wild Hunt article interviewing Helen Browning, who is the director of the Australian one-hour documentary Under the Pagan Sky. The filming of this was three years in the making and mainly focuses on druids and eclectic Wiccans there. If you live in Australia, there's also an accompanying half-hour program on ABC called Pagans Down Under. Go and check out Under the Pagan Sky. That is it for the show. Again, I'm your host, Midnight Star. If you have a suggestion for a song, show topic, spear guide, or dream symbol, or you just want to like, share, or comment, you can do so on the Music from the Goddesses Vault Facebook page through goddessvault1.wixsite.com forward slash home or on Instagram and Twitter at goddessvault. I'm going to leave you with Fritz Young, Color of Me Pagan. Blessed be and be safe.
Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.